Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host for this little musical variety program featuring 78 RPM records from my collection. It's a variety of music from the first half of the 20th century. On today's program, I've got a true variety for you, everything from talking comedy records to big bands to dance bands to hillbilly-flavored music, accordion solos. Maybe I shouldn't admit that, but uh, we have a lot of different things spanning the years, oh, 1906 all the way up to 1954, so a full half century on today's program. And we're going to start with a record that was made in about 1954 by a singer called Rosalind Page. I don't know very much about her. She seems to have kicked around from one independent label to another in the early 1950s, making a small handful of records. Eventually, if it's the same Rosalind Page, she ended up at MGM Records, where she cut a couple of sides. I don't think her career outlasted the late 1950s, but she's pleasant enough, as you'll hear on this record, on the New Disc label. I have to be careful how I say that it's New Disc, <laughs> not Nudist. <laughs> record number 10011, Rosalind Page with the Nassau Jazz 7, an old classic that goes back to the 1920s, Nobody's Sweetheart Now. Oh, wearing a bird of pain 
has got to be one of the echoiest records in my collection, and no, I did not manipulate that in any way to add reverb. That's how it sounds right off the record. There seems to have been a fascination in the mid to late 1950s with reverb effects. You find it a lot on rockabilly and rock and roll records of that era. I haven't heard it as often applied to jazz records, but once in a while you turn up one with this just horrendous echo, and (laughs) there's one of them. New disc record number 10011, Rosalind Page singing with the Nassau Jazz 7, Nobody's Sweetheart Now. And that welcomes you to this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. For those of you just joining us, I'm spinning 78 RPM records from my collection, a variety of music from the first half of the 20th century. As always, I'm glad you could join me, and I think we'll have fun on today's program. With all the talk of Buddy Bolden recently and the new film about Buddy Bolden, which I have yet to see and so will refrain from commenting upon, of course I don't have any Buddy Bolden records I can play, but I can do the next best thing, (laughs) sort of, and play you a record by Buddy Golden. Golden, G-O-L-D-E-N and his Michigan Wolverines, although, as is so often the case with these colorful names on labels, there was no Buddy Golden to my knowledge. This is a pseudonym for Arthur Ross and his Westerners, although, (laughs) you're gonna love this, that's also a pseudonym for probably Ben Selvin in this case. So, Buddy Golden and his Michigan Wolverines boils down most likely to Ben Selvin and a studio orchestra. This was recorded for the Harmony label, Columbia's little acoustically recorded subsidiary, made in New York City on January 12, 1929. It is still an acoustic record. The song by De Silva, Brown, and Henderson is called I Want to Be Bad, and the vocal comes from Irving Kaufman, who is credited on the label as Marvin Young, And it's a little bit of a gender bender if you listen closely. He's singing from the point of view of a young woman. It's Harmony 855. Here he is, Ben Selvin, along with Irving Kaufman. I want to be bad. Oh 
So help me, I like the sound of those acoustically recorded Harmony records. That one from January of 1929 featured Ben Selvin's orchestra playing I Want to Be Bad with Irving Kaufman, the recognizable vocalist there. It's fun to read some of the promotional materials that Columbia prepared in the late 1920s to go out to dealers in which they indicated that customers actually preferred the sound of the acoustically recorded Harmony records to the electrically recorded Columbia discs. And there may be some truth to that if you have a wind-up acoustic phonograph. If you play the two side-by-side on older-style acoustic machines, those harmony discs, those acoustically recorded ones, sound just a little bit punchier. They have a little bit more oomph to them, a little more kick than some of the electric records. But played today on modern equipment, I think I prefer the Columbias, but I don't mind the sound of those harmonies. It is a distinctive sound. Okay, enough talk about the sounds of records. Let's hear some more sounds of records. And I've got a pair of uh, accordionists for us now. First, we'll hear John Molinari. About eight or nine years ago, I found a whole stack of John Molinari records that were made probably about 1950. And I think it was issued on his own label called Accordia. This is Accordia 1952. This is that famous tune, Jealousy. After that, we'll hear Peter Wiper all the way back in 1909. That's Wiper. W-Y-P-E-R, a selection of hornpipes, the titles of which are not indicated on the label, so keen-eared listeners who are also uh, knowledgeable about Irish music may be able to identify these, but I'm sorry, I can't. It's Columbia A674, as I said, from 1909, but first up, we'll hear from John Molinari. Thank you. 
Wiper and a selection of hornpipes recorded in March of 1909. I thought we'd stay in the first decade of the 20th century just a bit longer. I have two more records from that era for you. First, from 1906, we'll hear Len Spencer on a disc on the American Record Company label. This was a short-lived label that produced pressings a little bit larger than the standard 10-inch record and pressed in a grayish-blue shellac. They also have a very colorful lithographed label showing a Native American man with feathered headdress, seated cross-legged and smoking a pipe and listening to a phonograph with the slogan, Music Hath Charms. These records aren't terribly, terribly rare, but they're not exactly common either, and so I'm glad whenever I come across them. This one is rather crudely recorded. You'll hear they didn't even clear the studio or quiet the participants before they put the needle into the wax, so you can hear some chatter at the very beginning before the performance starts. Anyway, this is Old Mother Hubbard, Lynn Spencer, accompanied by Al Holt with a selection of children's nursery rhymes. After that, we'll hear the Archibald Brothers Quartet in June of 1910, a Columbia record, a song called The Two Roses. First up, though, 
See what you make of Lynn Spencer in 1906. Old Mother Hubbard and other rhymes from Mother Goose's melodies by Lynn Spencer and Al Holt, American Records. Children, may I have the pleasure to introduce your old-time friend, dear Mother Goose, with little Bo Peep and little boy Blue and the little old woman who lived in a shoe and old Mother Hubbard as well as her dog, Dean, Frost, and Sir Anthony Rowley Frog, and Humpty Dumpty and Dickory Duck, the dear little mouse who ran up the clock, and the puss who journeyed to London alone and saw the queen on a golden throne. Come, my little one, and stand quite near, and lots of other old friends you'll hear. <coughs> old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard, to get her poor dog a bone. But when she got there, the cupboard was bare, and so the poor dog had none. <coughs> Whose dog art thou, little Tom Tinker's dog? <coughs> whoa, whoa! I had a little pony. His name was Dapple Gray. I lent him to a lady to ride a mile away. She whipped him, she slashed him, she rode him through the mire. I would not lend my pony now for all the ladies' hire. <coughs> this little pig went to market. This little pig stayed home. This little pig had a bit of meat. This little pig had none. This little pig cried, I can't find my way home. <coughs> little Bo Peep lost her sheep and didn't know where to find them. Let them alone and they'll come home, carrying their tails behind them. Dickory, dickory, duck. The mouse ran up the clock. The clock struck one. The mouse ran down. Dickory, dickory, dock. And now, little one, the clock strikes a late hour. It's bedtime, and you must scamper off to bed, every one of you. Good night, children. Good night. On the bank to
always enjoy finding unaccompanied male quartets on acoustic records, and the Archibald Brothers Quartet made some pretty decent ones. That was The Two Roses, recorded for Columbia, A903, in about June of 1910. Before that, from 1906, we heard Len Spencer, assisted by Al Holt, who I presume provided the dog barking effects. That was a selection of children's nursery rhymes under the title Old Mother Hubbard, on the American Record Company label, disc 031158. Up next, I have a couple of records on the American Music label for you. American Music was started in the mid-1940s by Bill Russell, who was an interesting character with sort of dual musical personalities. On the one hand, he was a composer of modernist music, running in circles that included Edgar Varese, Ruth Crawford Seeger, and even John Cage. On the other hand, though, he was a real champion of traditional New Orleans jazz, and it's probably in that realm that he is best remembered today. He founded the American Music Label to bring to a more mainstream audience jazz personalities from the early days of New Orleans jazz, people like Bunk Johnson, who recorded quite prolifically for American music, and that's who we'll hear first. Bunk Johnson with Don Ewell at the piano, a wonderful trumpet and piano duet of You've Got to See Mama Every Night or You Can't See Mama at All. This was recorded in New York City in April of 1946. After that, we'll hear from Charles Thompson at the piano, a great composer of ragtime from the first two decades of the 20th century, who recorded four of his pieces for American music on August 2, 1949 in St. Louis. Charlie Thompson would live about another 20 years after that. We'll hear him play his own The Lily Rag. First up, here's Bunk Johnson.
it he gets so brilliantly through the whole piece and then clinks right on the last note ah it's terrific anyway that's charles thompson playing his own composition the lily rag so maybe he meant it that way who am i to argue that was recorded when charles thompson was 58 years old he made that in 1949 in st louis missouri and he would live another 15 years i think i might have said 20 but he died in 1964 before that bunk johnson sounding fantastic on the trumpet along with Don Ewell at the piano, You've Gotta See Mama Every Night or You Can't See Mama At All. That was American Music Disc number 519 from April of 1946. Some big bands for you now. First, Glenn Miller and his orchestra in 1940, a Tex Beneke vocal. What's your story, Morning Glory? This is Bluebird B10832. Then we'll hear from Teddy Wilson and finish up with Vincent Lopez and his suave swing orchestra. But first up, here's Glenn Miller. your story morning glory got a feeling there's a lot you concealing so won't you tell me that you love me too watch your story morning glory you've got me worried too the postman came this morning and he left a note for you Did you read it? Ah, then you'd know that I love you. Watch your story, morning glory. 
If I guess it, darling, will you confess it? Oh, won't you tell me that you love me too?
one of the real underrated bands in my opinion, Vincent Lopez and his Suave Swing Orchestra, a recording made in Chicago on May 8, 1939. Lopez gets some of the composition credit on that, along with Pisani and Morris. That's called Swinging with the Goons. Before that, Teddy Wilson and his orchestra in 1940 with the wonderful Helen Ward, singing that great Gershwin song, Embraceable You. That was Columbia 35905. And starting off the set in 1940, we heard Tex Beneke sing What's Your Story, Morning Glory, along with Glenn Miller and his orchestra. Also a Bluebird record, 10832. If you're enjoying the program and you'd like to write to me, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. I always love to hear from you. And while you're at it, if you feel so inclined, maybe you could pass along a recommendation to your family and friends that they also tune into the Shellac Stack. Maybe they'd enjoy the music too. And as I like to think, the more, the merrier. Okay, a couple of crown records for you now from 1931. First up, UB Blake and his band with Dick Robertson, the vocalist. A little mistake on the label, he's credited as Dick Robinson. <laughs> the song is called It Looks Like Love. After that, we'll hear The High Steppers, probably directed by Adrian Schubert. Crown 3184 from August of 1931. Dick Robertson, again, is the vocalist on You Can't Stop Me From Loving You. A couple of crowns now. First up, here's UB Blake and his band. Thank you. 
Honey, you can throw bricks at my window. And you can put tags in my shoe. You can sprinkle ground glass on my apple sauce, but you can't stop me from loving you. Now you can put rocks in my pillow. And you can put sand in my stew. And you can be as aloof as the Chrysler roof, but you can't stop me from loving you. You can sneer at my devotion. Be as mean as you can be. Ridicule my great emotion. But you're never gonna discourage me. Now you can put Lux in my cornflakes and tell me my brain's good as new. You can laugh in my face as you trump my ace, but you can't stop me from loving you.
ever blue. I'm not fretting, I get petting when there's dishes to do. Knives and forks and spoons never hinder, pots and pans go out of the window. Washing dishes with my sweetie at the kitchen sink. A little bonus record slipped in at the end of that set. Ted Weems and his orchestra, Washing Dishes with My Sweetie. Parker Gibbs, the unmistakable vocalist there. Recorded in Chicago on April 3rd, 1930. That was Victor 22426. I like that record. Before that, the High Steppers from 1931. You Can't Stop Me from Loving You. Preceded by Ubi Blake and his band also from 1931. It Looks Like Love. Well, if I don't dilly-dally, I think we can slip in two more records on today's program. First up, we'll hear Happy Dixon's Clodhoppers. <laughs> really impressive sounding name, masking the Six Jumping Jacks, which is a group led by Harry Reeser, but they don't sound very Six Jumping Jacks-ish on this record. It's a melatone disc made in December of 1930. The song is a country song, When the Bloom is on the Sage. Tom Stax is the vocalist. I can't hear this without thinking of the little theme song for Tom Mix. Maybe it wasn't really the Tom Mix radio theme song, but it was the jingle for Ralston Cereal they used to sing on the Tom Mix radio program. Shred in Ralston for your cereal. Start your day off shining bright. (laughs) Anyway, I won't sing you the whole thing. After that, we'll hear Owen Fallon and his Californians, just an ARC studio band, but sounding pretty good on a tune called Crazy People. Chick Bullock is the vocalist from 1932. First up, a Harry Reeser group, When the Bloom is on the Sage. Thank you. 
free again, just to be again, where the bloom is on the people like you, happy people, goofy people, dizzy people like me go nutty over things that you do, when we are underneath the moon, the moon above, you have me acting like a loon, it must be love, sweet love, crazy people, crazy people, crazy people like me go crazy over people like you. over people like you, daffy people, goofy people, dizzy people like me go nutty over people like you, when we are underneath the moon, the moon above, you have me acting like a loon, it must be love, sweet love, crazy people, crazy people, crazy people like me go crazy over people like you. Yes, once again, I'm afraid it's time to say that's all there is. But don't panic, you can tune in again next time and join me for more 78s on the next edition of the Shellac Stack. Thanks again very much for listening. I hope we'll see you next time. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.